0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Welcome to Sugar Coated Murder Podcast. A brilliant true crime podcast hosted by two zany sisters, all while baking up delicious treats in their kitchen. Here are your podcast hosts, Karen Devaney and Ann Varner. And Barney and Barney, the mixer doesn't
0: work if I don't plug it in.
1: That's so true. Every single time I forget. So what you doing in my kitchen? Oh well,
0: first of all, let me entertain you.
1: You cut (laughs) a little. Wait, a little.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're good. A flour yeah, your the nose. flower. The flower went. Poo. <laughs> so it was happy to see me, as usual. I'm making key lime cupcakes. It's on your
1: chin too. It's uh, very distracting.
0: Sorry. Oh okay. Lord, you're <laughs> just such a perfectionist. Why did you ever care what I look like? Anyway, as you can hear, I'm making
1: some. You are. What are you making? Key lime cupcakes, yes. baby. Yummy and the oh, wow.
0: We've had such a great day. I hope everybody else that's listening is having a great day and. Now we're going to make y'all laugh whilst we talk about murder.
1: Whilst we talk? Yes,
0: whilst we talk. I actually, I follow a podcast called Whistle While You Twerk
1: instead of oh. While You Twerk. And oh. I love the
0: name of it. I'm sorry, this is not called Whistle While You Twerk. Do they do
1: a little whistling? No, I think we do some twerking. twerking on a
0: podcast? I don't know. All I can say is it's Whistle While You Twerk. And I think it's clever. And I don't
1: know why. We didn't come up with that name except for the
0: fact that I can't whistle or twerk.
1: Twerk. <laughs> that what it's called twerk yeah it's such an odd word if you can't pronounce it you certainly shouldn't be trying it i can't try it even if i could pronounce no, I'd, I'd bring it i'd break a hip i would throw something out
0: yeah something would be I'd thrown would be really bad <laughs> so bad yeah so let me just tell you real quick about this cupcake recipe break it down break not it down. down break it down so it's a sh- it's a it's not a sugar <laughs> it's a southern living recipe for key lime cupcakes but i put a little bit of of my own spin on you it. You always do. I know. But I use their basic graham cracker recipe, graham cracker, blah, um, what is do I need I to don't get know. you a
1: liquor drink? I think I, think I, get I need you to a little sugar. or something. Yes.
0: I'll just take it straight out of the bottle. You don't need Please to get up. yourself by keeping it in the fridge. I know exactly where it tw- Where it twists. where it twists. <laughs> It's a graham cracker cupcake recipe, which uh-huh. is really fun. Yeah. But I don't like it that they don't have key lime juice in their key lime cupcake. Oh. They only do it with the buttercream. I don't use the buttercream. I do it with key lime glaze right. with the top, a sprinkle of some graham cracker crumbs. And that was something that my son Cameron came up with a long time ago when we first started making these, and mm-hmm. he decided that would be a really cool thing. Way back
1: when, when we thought we were going to have
0: some sort of a cupcake business. Yeah, and ain't hey, nobody's business but we're our own.
1: store
0: and I know, we're coffee gonna shop. Yeah, we are going to have a coffee shop, bookstore, cupcake pie shop. Yeah. Ain't none of it happened, but it here did. I am making cupcakes on a microphone.
1: Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> it got messed up somehow. It's, I, I don't think
0: it's messed up. I think this is where we should have been the whole time what we should
1: be doing. exactly
0: so anyway um i do add a little bit of key lime juice to this so if anybody wants to look up just the basic recipe you can go to southernliving.com and look up Key lime cupcakes and follow the recipe. If you want my version of it, email us. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
0: That's a good. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but while I'm doing this,
1: yes. What shall you be doing? Yes. With the sweet comes the salty. Oh, that is so <laughs> true. And don't be bitter. I'm not gonna be bitter. I'm not gonna be bitter. Okay. All right. So I am going to tell you the story of Mujay Dumbaya. Mujay Dumbaya. Okay, that's a really fun
0: name to say, just saying. I oh, know. Yeah. So, Mujay Dumbaya. Oh, I could just say that name all day long. It just makes you
1: happy to say it. It really does. On January 24, 2018, high mm-hmm. school student Mujay Dumbaya said goodbye to her mother and held it to her and had... Hell, what is it? I need a shot of something.
0: Well, I'll, I will fix that one. Right I got all
1: on my words. You got my word up. salad. You caught
0: my word salad. So it's January 24th,
1: 2018. Thank you. Muje, who was a high school student, says goodbye to her mama. She goes out the door to go to school. Okay, like a good girl should. Sure. Her normal routine was to leave at around 6 o'clock in the morning and walk to the bus stop uh-huh. where she would catch a bus to school. Right. And when, for us, when we say, oh, I'm going to catch a bus to school, we're going to catch a school bus for where she is. She's gonna catch a city bus. Oh God! That's gonna let her off at a stop close to her school and then she'll walk the okay. rest. That's the norm. And inner like,
0: in cities like big cities. Yeah. I Ain't no big city girl, so I don't no. know these things. Correct. I just know how to walk to my bus stop in my bare feet. Right. Yeah.
1: Moo never made it onto the bus and, and she never made it to school. That early morning goodbye was the last time her mama heard her daughter's voice. Oh, God, that cuts me too quick. I know, it's so sad. I you don't just like don't it. know. I don't like it. The following day, Mujay's family reported her missing to the Grand Rapids, Michigan Police Department. You're so oh, thank you. I'm getting myself out. a shot of a liquor mm-hmm. to see if I can get my words right. <laughs> <laughs> cheers to you, Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> and cheers to myself. There you go. Oh, goodness. This is uh, coconut rum. I can out, smell it. Mm, it smells good. Holy crap, that's good. Down the hatch. wow. It's like freaking... Uh, Yep. Like drinking treating... <laughs> Kenny Chesney. <laughs> <laughs> we done drink some Kenny Chesney. Lord, I think I just looked Kenny Chesney in the chest. <laughs> oh, Lord. Gosh, that's good. Okay, okay back on. to business. Yes, sir. The 24th, does <laughs> goes leaves to go to school, doesn't show up at school. Okay. Her family reports the next day mm-hmm. that she's missing. Okay. On the 29th of January... A young girl's body was discovered by two students walking in a wooded area in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Oh, wow. They called 911 and reported the dead body. When the police arrived, they found the young girl's body partially frozen just off the path where the students had been walking. Sorry. But, I mean, i, mean, I, mean, I got to get the exit. No, I
0: get it. you got to do it. I mean, i got to get the exit.
1: The them. girl had on one feet shoe. Her uh-huh. coat had been pulled over her head. Her jeans were pulled to her knees, and there was a strong smell of bleach emanating from her from the scene. Huh. They found a Grand Rapids bus pass on the girl's body, <sighs> and reached out to police there to see if they had anyone missing that might fit the description of the body that they found. Ugh. How, Grand, do we know how far away that is? It's about an hour. Oh gosh, between Kalamazoo and Grand Rapids. Oh my. Okay. Grand Rapids police were able to get dental records from Mujay's family and they sent them to the forensic pathologist doing the autopsy. The records were a match. Oh no! Mujay's cause of death was a fixed asphyxia by strangulation. This was devastating news to Mujay's family. Oh yeah. They had initially thought that maybe she had run away. She had so much going on in her life. In 2017, Mujay had gotten up the courage to tell her family that she had been raped repeatedly. Her ex-boyfriend's aunt's boyfriend had raped her when she was just 15 years old. Oh my God. I know. Isn't that crazy? Oh, bless her little heart. Yeah. He had been arrested and charged with four counts, sorry, arrested and charged with four counts of third-degree criminal sexual conduct. The trial was set to start two weeks after Blue Jay had gone missing. Oh, how convenient! And she had been set to testify against him. Oh my gosh! His name was Quinn James. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't like Quinn. No, he's a very, very bad man. Very, very bad. Here are some things that we know about Quinn. This is. This is just gonna. Piss you off really badly, oh. so if you need another shot, have at it. I'm probably gonna. At the time of his arrest, he was 43 years old. Okay. In 1989, he went to prison for threatening a young woman with a hammer, oh. robbing her, attempting to sexually assault her, and stealing her car. Oh, my God. In 1990, he threatened a young woman with a tire iron, tried to kidnap her, and stole her car. What was this guy doing out of jail? Right. Well, he gets a free pass on life? In 1991, he went to prison for armed robbery.
0: Oh, okay. Finally, it takes some armed robbery to get the guy behind bars. He got
1: out of prison Uh in 2011. In 2014, he sexually assaulted an 18-year-old woman and threatened to douse her in bleach. Oh. He tried to choke her and threatened to kill her if she told anyone about the incident. He was charged with third-degree criminal sexual conduct and assault with intent to do great bodily harm. That was in 2014. In 2016, he tried to choke a 20-year-old woman in broad daylight. In 2017, what? This he guy's began, got some coyunis. Right. And in 2017, he began raping Mujay. Oh, my God. So did he did it more than once? No, this is no, these are all the oh. things that he did before. I'm saying
0: you say he began raping her. I thought you meant like he raped her multiple times. He did. Okay, over Starting like Starting
1: when she was fifteen. Oh, yeah.
0: So it wasn't just like when she was fifteen, it
1: was just no. Her. She what? finally got up the courage when she was sixteen to tell her people. I mean no. She told her people when she was fifteen years old. Okay. But it was now multiple you got me times. all confused. But it was multiple he raped her multiple times
0: during a time period. Oh, I don't like him. Not one bit.
1: No, and look at this history. Yeah. I'm I'm not even quite sure if Al, he was not. Anyway. Well, I agree, and also, well, yeah, what you said. (laughs) Yeah, let me, exactly. And and so that. And so that one, too. Right. Yeah. So he was arrested in November of 2017 for the sexual assault of Lu Jay. He admitted to having consensual sex with her. Oh, give me a break. And remember, she was only 15 when she was raped. So while he was in jail, he told a cellmate that he had no intentions of letting her testify against him. You know what, this little son of a bitch. And somehow, in a way I absolutely do not understand, he was released on bond. In November of twenty seventeen. Somebody was not paying attention. No protection was offered to Mu Jay when Quinn was released on Bond. Come on, he told According to court documents, on November thirtieth, twenty seventeen, a Grand Rapids bus driver noticed the vehicle that was speeding up and slowing down to keep up beside the bus, and then passing her and slowing down to let her pass. The particular bus is the bus that Mu Jay took to go to school. The bus driver said the erratic driving took place just after she picked Moo up at her house. Oh my gosh. Or not at her house, but her bus stop. At her, yeah. The bus driver called the police and reported the incident and even gave them the car, make, and license plate number. The car was traced back to Quinn James. So he was stalking her. A little. November, but as early as November 30th. Stalking her on her way to school. I'm not happy. In December of 2017, Quinn reached out to a friend and made arrangements to purchase a gun. After he left with the gun, he decided that the gun would be too loud. If he was to use it in a in a murder, so he asked this friend if he could help him if he could help him take care of a situation with Muji. No way. The friend said no, but I'll put you in touch with somebody who can help you. Oh my gosh, what a friend! I know, isn't that great of him? Yeah. I'm not going to help you, and I'm not going to report to police that you're after a 16 year old girl. And I'm going to tell you who's not your friend is Jesus. That's right, Jesus is not. You your do not friend. have a
0: friend in Jesus no. when you pull that kind of stuff.
1: You no. Don't. You do not. He puts him in touch with a guy. His name is Gerald Roach. They call him Roach. Bennett. Roach. They call him Roach. Well, I was thinking that might be a good name for
0: him. Yeah. Being as he's going to help with the problem.
1: Exactly.
0: It's not really the problem.
1: When police are researching the murder and looking at Quinn as their prime suspect, they're able to... Traced their cell phones, and they came close to Muje's house on January 24th, which was the day she went missing, at around five o'clock in the morning. Oh, so he was waiting for her. Waiting for her when she walked out the door. Mother, what were both phones were turned off, and they showed no location information between 7:40 a.m. and 9 a.m. on the 24th. Police found two trail cams on the path leading to Muje's body. So remember, she was on a walking path. Both of the cameras show the vehicle they know belonged to Quinn, driving, dumping Moojay's body, and then leaving by 8.42 in the morning. So by 8.42 in the morning, before her parents even could think that she might not be there and She's She was already right, dead. She was already dead and buried. Well, not really. I mean, she was just... Dumped. She wasn't even buried. She was dumped. They didn't even take the time to bury her. No, because they're assholes.
0: And I can say that because that's what they are.
1: Oh, God. Absolutely. Obviously, they arrest Quinn,
0: and they arrest
1: Roach. Roach. Is he at the Roach Motel? The Roach Motel. Here's some of the evidence that they used at trial on Quinn. Mm-hmm. There's DNA found in the car that he and Roach were driving to dump mujay's body. It was Moojay's DNA. Okay. Quinn's DNA was found on Mujay's blue jeans, despite his attempt to cover the evidence with bleach. To skip all the notoriety that he got during the trial, I'll just let you know... That Why does he, he
0: get notoriety?
1: Because he made such a hoofty-ha about it. Well, I'll actually skip over to Roach. Roach is, was charged with a conspiracy to commit murder but was found incompetent to stand trial. Excuse me? Because evidently he's got some sort of cognitive and memory issues. I read a report that his IQ was around 54. Wow. And then somewhere else I read, but I can't confirm whether or not it's true, that he had Alzheimer's. So Roach was not a young fella. He was an older gentleman. Um, Wow, and
0: obviously very easy He's only manipulated to do bad things. Exactly. Quinn
1: actually went to trial and was convicted of first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit first-degree murder, and he was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. He has gone through and tried multiple times to get his conviction overturned. On the basis of what? <laughs> Listen. Do I need to go find this fella and have a little conversation with him? I wouldn't have a that. I wouldn't have a conversation with this jackass if somebody paid me money to do it. But I just need to tell him you're a
0: jackass and you you are you need to be in jail forever. You piece of sugar
1: flint. I know. I couldn't agree with you more. Okay. I could not agree with you more. All right. Well, give me the facts. Let's um, hear him. That her ex boyfriend did testify at trial okay. and report that rape Newgate repeatedly in front of him, but he was too scared to say anything. I, I right? Can't. I can't. Right. I can't. I mean, I just can't. Yeah. So he was convicted of four counts of third-degree criminal sexual conduct for her rape. And then for that, he was sentenced to 20 to 30 years in prison. And then he did a separate trial for murder. Isn't that crazy? Instead oh. of doing all one. Well, I mean, I'm kind of glad
0: because a lot of times when they convict you, they really sentence you on that that the worst of the two yeah. charges. Yeah. Or they'll drop a charge and a plea deal or whatever. So I'm kind of glad.
1: Yeah. And when when she reported to police that she that she had been raped, she did tell them. I'm scared because he knows where my bus stop is. Oh, I'm man. really scared something bad's going to happen. But they Sweet still didn't God. do anything Well, that's about it. And listen, this, this guy is so evil. He is evil as hell. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know who the heck you are at this point, at this stage in the game. If you're in jail and you're making phone calls, they're being recorded. I mean, come on, wake up, people. Exactly. We all know this. While he was in jail waiting his trial multiple phone calls about what he did he outlines exactly what he did um he tries to get his fiance which i don't even know how he had that fiance but tried to tell her that this girl was crazy and she needed to give him an alibi it just it's just it's too much. Too much to even. He's so
0: evil. Right. He, he cannot get out of jail. He cannot. Right. Because he's not going to be. What's he bringing to the table in, uh, in society when he gets out? Nothing. Yeah.
1: Nothing. 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 So he actually did serve some time for one of the other sexual assaults. He was in jail when they when they went to arrest him. So he was really easy for them to find.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah. But Hello. I guess. Um, Hello, we're here to arrest you at the jail where you already are.
1: Right. His defense was that she consented to sex. She didn't and if consent. If they thought that it was, it was his client. If they thought that Quinn is the one that killed this girl, then they're just stupid because that's about the dumbest plan in the history of all plans. He wasn't too. He wasn't too bright. In the bulb department, either that defense attorney. In, well, I mean the defense attorney. Attorney, attorney the, that's it.
0: Is. That's what it's called, right? The <laughs> defense attorney, I think, probably was just grasping at straws and trying to. I mean, their job is to get their client off. Yeah. So they're just trying to to come up with some excuse as to why this was okay. Yeah. And so. And that, they have I mean, him on
1: tape saying, "You know what's crazy? If she doesn't show up to trial." The whole thing goes away, mother. So I mean, trucker. Yeah, I don't know. He, not the sharpest tool in the shed, but well, and not the nicest person in the world either. And it's so sad when you see pictures of Mujay, She just was the most beautiful person. She, she had the sparkle. You know, it's like joyful. Just even seeing her name, right? I had her been. name. Yes. She came from a really tight knit family. They had. Moved here to escape another country and wow. we're wow making a better life for themselves. Did you or, have siblings? I don't know. Okay. I didn't really get into a lot of that because I tried really hard to stay on the court documents. Yeah. I didn't want to get too much into anything else because there are a lot of podcasts about it. And there are a lot of T-shirts. T-shirts, not There's T-shirts. There's some T-shirts there about t-shirts. it. T-shirts. Girl, you need another sip too. Oh my gosh. This is know. what happens when it gets late in the day. My brain is done. Yeah, I'm I'm scrambled it's eggs in the brain done. apartment. It's just done. But yeah, she does have siblings. I can't remember what their okay. ages were.
0: Well, no matter what, <laughs> their lives were forever changed in the worst way.
1: Here's what's really crazy. When this man decided to take her life. Here's what's really crazy and something that... I found to be shocking as he was a groundskeeper at a school. How do you get a job as a groundskeeper at a school with the history that he has in the court system? Well, it depends. Do you think he worked for a
0: company that was contracted to be a groundskeeper at the school? I don't know. Because that's different from being employed by the school system. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, if he worked for a company that just had that contract, then I don't know. Either way,
1: he's an asshole.
0: He needs to stay in jail and be repeatedly
1: raped on an hourly basis. It seems like that's something he enjoys. So, how about No,
0: I have a feeling he wouldn't enjoy it being happened to him. Being happened? Being... (laughs) What the hell is happening, what is happening with us? I don't know. Guys, we're here. We're in it to win it, but I don't know what's going on with us. No. We've just had a really good day, and I think we're just high off of a good day and a shot of liquor. And uh, Yeah, and it's late. It's late in the day. It's, and it's a little bit late in the day. We've both had a full day of our regular paycheck jobs, but yeah. that's okay, because we're making key lime cupcakes, and that makes us happy.
1: We are. Mm-hmm. Oh so, my, well, no, well God bless Mujay and her sweet family. So, anyway, he's life in prison without the possibility of parole. Hopefully oh, he just lays in there... And just up and rots. Yeah. yeah, just like a little at like a time. Rot. Something rots off. Something falls off. Yeah, like, and, like yeah. Like, why get a, a Marsa? Some sort of a Marsa. Yeah, a Marsa would be nice, or like a gangrene. Uh, yeah, like a. Yeah. A real smelly gangrene. Yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. Be, I mean, that, yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Yeah. So, uh,
0: but we wish nothing but blessings on her family.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Nothing but so, blessings there, but he's just. I'm sorry well, that she got involved in that type of situation. Well, just she didn't know sad. she was, just she was this trying kid. to do the right thing and because she did the right thing she lost her life. Yeah, very sad.
0: It is unforgivable. And the
1: only thing that's going to make me feel better is a freaking key lime pu- cupcake. Cupcake. A cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> well, good news, they're in the oven and we have 14 more minutes. All so, right. we're
0: going to um we're going to pause.
1: Yeah, I think we ought to do a little pause, maybe have another liquor drink Yeah, and maybe a water to clear up my brain. A water. Yeah, maybe I'm dehydrated. Maybe do a little yoga even on the break. We yeah, can that's do some not yoga. Happening. And then we'll come back. And I'll talk about my murder. you can talk about your murder. And I'll make this glaze for this cupcake. There's going to be a glaze. So... It's a glaze. Agenda for the next half would be... Glaze and murder. Yep, Gla- murder glaze. Murder glaze, murder. Oh, right. Yeah. Murder, I like murder glaze. Mm-hmm. So put a murder glaze, glaze on it. On some killer cupcakes. Killer cupcakes with a murder glaze.
0: All right, guys, we're pausing.
1: We're pausing. If I can remember how to pause, and you hit the pause, And we're back. We are back. Here we are. Talk murder to me. <laughs> <laughs> we should write a
0: song about that.
1: Um, and then
0: be on the hip. Charts. Yeah, what's it called? Let's the hit go. charts. Let's go. Let's go. I think that's good. <laughs> it's the hit charts. It's the charts.
1: Cupcakes um, are done. They smell yeah. fantastical.
0: So when they came out, I whipped up a glaze that was powdered sugar, key lime juice, and vanilla. Mm. And I put a little bit more key lime juice in than it calls for and a little bit vanilla because I needed the glaze to be a little drippier. Mm-hmm. And then I took a spoon and just spooned it over the top of these mm-hmm. and then took graham cracker crumbs that I had crunched up Ugh. and dusted the top, just sprinkled the top of it. So it's got graham crackers sitting in that glaze.
1: Mm, they're lovely. Lovely. <laughs> lovely. I, I can't think they wait turned to out good. Them. I can't wait
0: to taste them. But first... Murder.
1: Murder. This murder comes from a Las
0: Vegas baby. Vegas baby. Yeah, it was sent to us from our listener, Lauren. Lauren. Yay, hey, Lauren. Thanks, Lauren. How you doing? Hope you're doing good. Okay, so are you ready? Ready. And here I go. This is about Ted Binion. Okay. Okay. Not Bunion, but. No. Binion. No, not, not Bunion. And not Paul Bunion. But. Ted Binion. Right. Okay. God bless your dog. He really is having some issues today. I don't, I can't. So a little bit of background on Ted. He was born in Dallas, Texas in 1943. Okay. He had an older brother and three sisters. His father was Benny Binion. Benny Binion. Yeah. I love it. And his mother was Teddy Jane Binion.
1: Oh, I love that too. I know. Teddy Jane.
0: Yes. Well, so Benny Binion was quite the character. And I'm going to, I'm just going to sidetrack it a little bit and talk about Benny, Ted's okay. daddy, because he was such a character. I, I would be remiss if I did not talk about <laughs> this man who I'm so sorry I've, I've not been able to meet. Oh. So he had no formal education. Zero. Zero. He did not go to school. Wow. Yes. His father was also quite the character. He traveled with his father who was a horse trader. Okay,
1: not a trainer, but a
0: trader? A trader, yeah. They would travel around the country doing horse trading. And while Ted was little and would travel with Benny, he learned... Well, and Benny... No, when Benny traveled with his father at a young age, he learned how to gamble. Oh. that's what they did in the stables. Sure. That's what they did. Wow. So he actually became quite fond of gambling. Quite fond. At the age of 18... Benny started moonshining during the prohibition. Moonshining. Yep. All right. He was convicted twice and also opened up a num- a numbers game which became very prosperous. Oh, okay. There was a numbers game going on during prohibition as well. He ended up being con- getting convicted of killing an African American rum runner. Okay. Okay. It's prohibition, okay. right? This guy's name was Frank Bolting, and he shot him cowboy style. I don't know what that <laughs> means, but that is what was written. I'm just saying. And he got, Benny got a two-year suspended sentence for this. All right.
1: Is for that killing when, a man. Is that when you walk a couple paces and you turn and shoot? I don't think this other man was armed. Oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, no. I don't know what happened. So
0: then, in in the 1930s, mm-hmm. Benny set up some private dice games at some hotels throughout Dallas. Huh? Yep. He was he was very fond of the gambling. Uh, yeah, and he's um, and very he was, like, prosperous, he's good at it, and he yeah. knew what it was because I don't know how to set up a private dice game. Me neither. No, or a public one. I don't even know how to play dice. I don't know where the dice are. I don't. There's no dice. I either. know exactly. No dice. He became the Southland Syndicate. Okay. And he took over all gambling operations in Dallas, Texas. Wow.
1: Look at that.
0: So he had some protection from some local politicians who also had an affinity for gambling.
1: Wow. Yes. he's the gambler. He is
0: quite the character. (laughs) So eventually, he shot and killed one of his competitors. Okay. Well, it sounds like that's okay. He was indicted. Oh. And then it was reversed. And they said, no, we're just kidding. It was self-defense. Oh, my God. I know. He did no time for that either.
1: Wow. No
0: time. One of the most famous quotes that I found from Benny Binion is, do your enemies before they can do you. Wow. (laughs) It's like the opposite of the golden rule that Jesus talked about. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. But that's how Benny lived. That's how he lived his life. So, he allegedly, he killed another competitor. And he was never indicted for that either. Three murders, no no time. Wow.
1: Mm -mm. The gambler.
0: The gambler. Eventually, he moved slash fled to (laughs) Vegas
1: with $2 million in a suitcase. Holy cow. And this was in the 30s? Yeah. Lord have mercy. That's a lot of
0: money and that's a big ass suitcase. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) He goes in and, and and he starts getting in with the different gambling operations and eventually he opens up what is still today known as Binion's Horseshoe Casino. Are you kidding? No. Wow. Very successful. He was known to be very generous to all guests. There was not a bet he didn't cover. Wow. And it didn't matter who you were. Wow. You didn't have to be a high roller to make a high roller bet. Wow. That's right. In 1951, Benny lost his gambling license. Oh, no. And he ended up going to prison to Leavenworth oh. for five years for oh. federal tax evasion. Oh. Now, never did a single day for murder. No. They got him on tax got evasion. Got him on the
1: taxes. Mm-hmm.
0: His son, Jack, who was Ted's brother... Became the licensee. I think he was 20 or 21. Wow. And the president of the casino while his dad was in Leavenworth and lost his license. Wow. Cause they wanted the business to continue. Yeah. Ted Binion became the manager of the casino. And when Benny got out of prison, he was kept on as the PR director.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Teddy, the mom, she managed the cash cage, All right. and she managed that cash cage. I think until she died. Wow, she, that was her. That was that's her, her thing. thing. We do the kitchen; she did the cash cage. All right. Okay. So Benny also had an eighty-five thousand acre ranch in Montana. Wow, that's a lot of acres. I mean to tell I don't you, even Benny know. has done so well for himself. Yes, he would send his young children every summer out to the Montana ranch to work. Hmm. They would learn, they would, they, he wanted them to have a good work ethic. So he would send them out there and and they would work. Nice. Ted Binion, his son, the one that this discussion is about. He managed the horseshoe casino for 30 years Mm -hmm. and he liked to live large. (laughs) He was just like his daddy. A chip off the old block. He became the face of the casino And everybody loved him. He was always there, shaking people's hands, pressing the flesh, doing the thing. That's what he was doing. He rubs elbows with a lot of personalities. Some allegedly had mob ties, (laughs) like some dude named Fat Herbie. Okay.
1: Fat Herbie. I mean, I love the mob names.
0: I just had to throw Fat Herbie in there. The Nevada Gaming Commission became very focused on Mr. Ted Binion and his connections and activities his alleged connections and activities. He ended up being arrested on drug trafficking charges.
1: Oh, dear.
0: In 1996, he actually ended up being legally banned from being in the casino at all due to his drug charges and his alleged social activities with alleged known alleged criminals.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. And he had to undergo regular drug testing by the commission, the gaming commission. They were all up in his butt. Oh, yeah. At one point, he su- allegedly, he supposedly shaved every hair from his body to avoid a hair drug test.
1: Oh, nice. all about
0: beating the system. Well played. That's right. I think so, too. The gaming commission suspended his license for avoiding the drug test, and eventually they permanently revoked it. Oh, wow. Yes. At that point... He, because he couldn't go in anymore, he had a lot of his silver and gold that he stored in the vaults of the casino. Right. But he couldn't go in there anymore. No. What's a man to do? He hired somebody to build him a vault in the middle of the desert. Okay. Where he buried his silver and gold. Nice. In a vault, a vault, in a vault (laughs) in the desert. Okay. And he... Around this time, he had a public dalliance, I'll call it, <laughs> with a local topless dancer that he met at a place called Cheetahs. Okay. Not Cheetahs.
1: Cheetahs.
0: Cheetahs, like rawr. rawr. Okay. Her name is Sandy Murphy. That's it? Sandy? Her name? She worked at Cheetahs, and they called her Sandy? Well, that's her real That's her government name. Gov- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what her name is dancing name was. (laughs) I don't know. Um, At the time, she was in her early 20s, and Ted was in his 50s. Okay. And he moved her in to live with him. At the time, his estranged wife and daughter were so upset with him (laughs) for the way he was acting and his Dalliance, public dalliance, that they actually packed their crap and moved to Texas. Oh, they said, we're out. we're out. We don't want to be in the same no, we're not town. We that. don't want to share the same zip code, no. area code, state name, nothing. Yeah. Going to Texas. So in the meantime, poor little Ted, he never did kick that drug problem. And he developed a deep, dark drug att- addiction to weed, Xanax, and heroin. Oh, And even his dad said he's always chasing the dragon, which I guess the dragon was the heroine. I don't know heroineese. I don't know how to say, I don't know know. heroin talk, but I think that's what they meant. Okay. Ted Binion dies at the age of 55 on September 17th, 1998. All right. At the time his, his estate was estimated to be about $50 million. Okay. He was found at his home. Laying on the floor, surrounded by pill bottles. Right. There was also evidence of black tar heroin at the scene. Oh, dear. He had bought 10 bags of it the night before. Wow. Sandy called 911 to say her husband wasn't breathing, and he was pronounced dead at the scene. okay oh,
1: right. so... They married. He and Sandy married. No,
0: she just said husband because that's just what she liked to call him. Oh, okay. They were not.
1: They were not married. Legally
0: married at the time, no, or ever. It was too late once he died.
1: <laughs> Sorry, that <laughs> would have been
0: tricky. Yeah, I it's, it's a little even tricky. Even in Vegas, I think that would. I be know, tricky. I don't think they could pull it off. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I saw that weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> So, I mean, they might could have. Maybe. Okay.
1: Maybe.
0: At first glance, it definitely appeared that Ted had died from an overdose of heroin mixed with Xanax. Right. Obviously, I mean, evidently, I'm not saying obviously, because I don't know shit. Right. But evidently, that's a bad mixture. So, the day after Ted's funeral, his family, his mother and his siblings hired a private investigator to help gather evidence to protect Ted's estate from Sandy. Okay. Enter Tom Dillard. All right. Okay. Now, the medical examiner had ruled Ted's death as an overdose. So there was no police case. Right. Tom pretty much had to construct everything that had gone on on his own. Okay. Try to figure out how can we protect this. Remind me one more
1: time, who is Tom Dillard?
0: Tom Dillard is who they hired. That's the private eye that they hired to go and find a way to protect okay. Ted's estate. Gotcha. Okay. Tom, and that meant
1: investigating his death further.
0: Yes, okay. investigating it further, investigating Sandy, what's she up like, to? What's like, going on? Let's here. figure this out. Right. Okay. He was a Tom was a de- retired detective turned PI. Mm. He knew his way around crime scenes and coroner reports and all that crap. He actually uncovers a secret love affair between Sandra Murphy and Rick Tabish. Okay. Who is Rick Tavish? Who is he? He's the guy that was hired to bury the vault.
1: Oh, <laughs> no. To dig
0: the vault and bury the silver and oh, the gold. wow. He's the only other one besides Ted that had the combination to the vault. Oh, no. Yes. Oh. Yes. So it's getting a little squirreling. A little squirreling. A lot squirreling. I'm just saying a little squirreling. Fifty million dollars squirreling. Yeah, exactly. There was silver and rare and gold and rare coins in this vault that were estimated somewhere between four million and seven million dollars. I've read four million, five million, seven million. It never went higher than seven million. But he had um, well over a thousand rare coins. Wow. Yeah. So two days after Binion died, Rick and two men are discovered in the desert. Digging for the vault. Oh. Hi, what y'all doing? Just digging for a vault. We're just digging. Just digging. We're just digging in the middle of the night. Up it's holes. not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, we're digging up holes. <laughs> Randy, Travis, oh, God, God rest God your soul, him. honey. Okay. Um. Tom also went and spoke with Ted's attorney because, you know, Ted had an attorney. Sure. The attorney claims that Binion had told the attorney to change his will and write Sandy out of it. And he said it's over between him and Sandy. And he alleged that she might actually kill him. Oh no. And he, and he wanted her out of the will. And oh, by the way, I'm going to head back to rehab. I got to get my shit together.
1: Oh no.
0: Which is sad because he's, his intention is to go to rehab. And then the night before he wants to go to rehab, he buys 10 bags of black tar heroin. Right. So it seems like
1: one last hoorah.
0: Yeah. Well, that hoorah was his undoing. So anyway, also before Ted's death, Sandy was overheard at a salon. You just, you never know who is, God, who's listening it's, at it's that salon. A lot salon of years at
1: the salon.
0: Saying that Ted would would be dead soon <laughs> of a heroin overdose. Oh. And she'd be coming into a lot of money.
1: Oh, wow. Yep.
0: Yeah, so get them, get the private foot tub ready. I'm going to get a, hot, a lot of money and get a lot of private pedicures. <laughs> exactly. Rick Tabish had also been overheard bragging that he was involved with Ted's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And I think he said more than involved, but we're just going to keep it vanilla today. (laughs) And he would also be coming into some money soon. All right. Yes. These people are just talking and talking.
1: Yeah.
0: loose lips sink ships. ships. Yes, they do. The Tom, the, the P.I., he talks to the medical examiner about what he found. The medical examiner goes, you know what? I think I'm going to change this cause of death to homicide. Oh. He changed it.
1: For what reason?
0: Because it sounded like a homicide. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and because he could spell homicide. There you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to practice
1: his spelling homicide. homicide.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Ted's preferred mode of ingestion of heroin was smoking it mm-hmm. in the medical exam? The what's it called? Autopsy? Yeah, you got it, girl. Girl, stop it. The night of his death, he had swallowed the heroin.
1: Well, that doesn't make any sense. Who swallows the heroin?
0: I don't know what. I don't even know what to do with the heroin, sugar. I don't know. I
1: know, but on the TV shows, you see people—they either shoot it it up it, and putting it in a needle, or they smoke or it they, through a pipe, or do they snort it? I think they do snort it too, but I don't, I've never seen anybody swallow.
0: Well, it. he swallowed it. That's another reason that the that the medical examiner decided to change the. Reminds cause me of, of a death. kid
1: that I went to high school with. Oh. He decided he was going to snort no dose because that was going to be really fun. Oh jeez. Only thing is he didn't crush it up. He just snorted the pill. <laughs> and he got the pills stuck in his nose. Oh no say his name but oh lord Why, he knows who he and is it might have my friend Marty's date one time oh I'm god Lordy, don't <laughs> date the no-no snorting
0: dude he was not playing with a full deck oh wait or was he my date oh he
1: was probably yours oh story. that would figure <laughs> okay
0: nine months after Ted's death Murphy and Tabish are arrested alright for murder and burglary and a whole bunch of other crap like right. extortion and blah 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 and yada 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 in 2000, this is the year Y2K. That's
1: cool. It's a big year. <laughs> a
0: big, big deal that here. It's a year. big deal. They are both found guilty and they are charged with guilty. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> and they get life with no parole. Good. In 2003, a Nevada or Nevada... <laughs> Supreme Court granted a new trial mm-hmm. due to the contaminated crime scene and the prosecution's witness ter- testimony that came across as unreliable. Oh, and these two people were acquitted.
1: Oh Lordy, be they were acquitted. That's crazy. they walked out
0: first. Sandy is released. Okay, right. Tabish had still he his conviction for murder was overturned. But he still had the burglary and extortion kind of stuff that he had to deal with. Mm-hmm. So he actually served another 10 years. Oh, wow. But Sandy was released. So after Tavish got out, he went back to Montana where he was from originally.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sandy is now in California, and she runs an art gallery with her husband. She has a husband now. Oh, oh she got She got a marriage. Oh, good. She got a marriage out of this. Wow. Benyon's family still believes there was foul play. But, and there does not appear to be any active investigation by, by police. It's considered a closed case.
1: What happened to all the money?
0: Well, it was, it, it, she didn't get any of it. Okay. So it went to his, his estate. I think it went to his daughter. His estate went to his daughter and I think his estranged wife, cause they weren't divorced. Oh, gotcha. She may have gotten some of it. And then I think some of it also went, you know, a couple other places. I mean, it went here and there, Here's 50 there. million. Right, right. But I'm going to tell you what was in the vault specifically. All right. Six tons, tons with a T, mm-hmm. an O, and an N, and an S. Okay. Of Thanks. silver bouillon. I mean, I got chicken bouillon, but I ain't got no silver bouillon. Well, so that's going to be real heavy. So it's going to be real heavy. Yeah, so, it's heavy. Okay, so a whole bunch of casino chips worth a lot of money. Right, right. Paper currency like you know dollar bills well you gotta have those when you go to cheetahs
1: oh god yeah Yeah. you need some dollars you need
0: some dollar bills over a hundred oh sorry a hundred thousand rare coins oh a hundred thousand
1: so yeah depending on including what the market's like the the value fluctuates
0: well but including Carson City silver dollars and those are they go for a lot of money they do we never got one of those we didn't we wanted one we We were hoping we got one we We didn't didn't get it like I said, it was estimated between seven and $14 million mm. once they got into the vault. And right. the day they counted it, it was worth that. I mean, the next day it was worth nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Sandy is still trying to work through the court system to clear her name for the conspiracy charges. Um, and she wants reparations oh. for the wrongful time that she served, oh. which would be about $250,000 because they based it on years. It's like... So many, so right, many, right, whatever. Right. It right. is what it is. It's she came up with that number.
1: She well, did court, math.
0: I don't do the math. I'm sure
1: the attorney did. There's math a for her. there's a formula.
0: Right. She said if they would pardon her for, for the conspiracy charges, she would drop the money suit altogether. Right. She just wants her name cleared. Um. It does not appear that she ever got any of Ted's money. I will tell you that I thinking that I was this awesome investigative journalist. <laughs> Decided. I wonder if that private eye, Tom Dillard, right, would answer questions for me. Oh yeah. And I wonder if he even still practices. Right. So I Googled because that's how you find things today. Sure. If not, I'd have been. Ha- I don't know. I had to drive to Nevada just to get the yellow pages. Like uh, I don't even know how you would have done it. I don't know. Way back when we were doing we'll things. We
1: call the operator.
0: Oh, uh, well, yeah. We we'll call it just dial O for operator. Yeah. Nevada. Mm-hmm. Nevada operator, please. <laughs> He actually still has a private eye business. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to call that phone number and see no. what
1: happens. <laughs> no. Cause I'm
0: an investigative journalist. <laughs> okay? Listen. I wrote out questions <laughs> on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Not in my murder book. Okay. Just on a piece of paper. Okay. Okay? And I had four questions I was going to ask him. Okay. I mean what are the chances that I'm ever going to talk to him?
1: Well, I'm guessing pretty good because you're talking about it right now.
0: Well, I called the number, and the person that picks up the phone was Tom Dillard. Oh, very good. And I got so flustered, I dropped my paper, and it went under my,
1: <laughs> under my chair. Oh, oh, no. And I forgot all the questions. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake. Sugar, you couldn't hold it together. I couldn't hold it together. I, I need more practice. <laughs> I, so I, what did you say to him? I said I'm
0: working on this case. I'm I'm researching this case, and I understand that you were the person that they that the family hired, and he confirmed that, right? <laughs> okay, and um, then I asked him if if he knew whether or not Sandy got ever went back and sued the estate for money, or if she ever got any money. And he said, to his knowledge, no. Okay, and then I said, has um, has this investigation. Been closed or is it still an open case? And he said, as far as I'm concerned, I was hired by the family to, to dig up evidence. I dug up my evidence. I turned it over to the court. I went and testified at the trial because I was called to testify. I did my due diligence. And as far as I'm concerned, it's over and I'm pretty sure it's a closed case in the court system because we felt like that we had the right people that went and they went to jail. Right. They just didn't go to jail for very long. Right. So, And then I couldn't remember anything else. And I said, thank you so much for talking to me. Oh my and, I God. and I didn't write anything down. And he probably
1: thought, what the
0: hell? Well, he did say, what is this for? <laughs> I said, I, I do a true crime podcast. And he was like, okay. Oh, God. I know. He was not impressed with me at all. No. Well, I was stumbling all over myself. Yeah. I'm sure he was he's like, thinking, what he the said hell? He, what and had, he said, Dillard. I said, Tom Dillard. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, "Yeah." Like, oh, hi, Mr. Dillard. Oh, so <laughs> and it was funny. just, oh god, it was awful. It was so bad. I'm not an investigative
1: journalist. <laughs> you are. You are. Oh, not the not the verbal kind. No. <laughs> You do better with an email I do. or a, or a text. text. Maybe if I had texted him, <laughs> i send you an email. With do you mind questions. if I now that
0: I've got your attention?
1: My papers <laughs> underneath my sofa right now, <laughs> and I dropped my pen and in the chair, I and it's in the recliner somewhere. To answer your phone. Yeah, I didn't. I never thought he would
0: answer the phone—not a million years. Who did you think was going to answer? A secretary, <laughs> or maybe an answering machine. I don't know. But not
1: the man, Dillard.
0: Well, oh, Tom time, Dillard?
1: <laughs> was like, yeah. I'm like, who the hell did you call, lady? Next time, you need a notebook that's got the pen attached. yeah, You know, like on a, a wire. And maybe
0: a rubber band that attaches yes. the notebook to my wrist. <laughs> oh, my God. What a mess. Paper
1: effort, though. I know. I mean, I'm, I'm very least, proud of you for at least thank trying. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, sugar, because I'm telling <laughs> you. That was that
1: was just I was all to pieces. Oh my god. <laughs> I am a little bit. Oh my god! <laughs> Maybe we should have a cupcake and try to oh, calm, calm down, down the room.
0: Yes, I'm going to get us a
1: cupcake. Cupcake, cupcake. Wow, oh, that I was a great that. story. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Lauren, for sending that to us. Wow. We yes. should talk about social media.
1: We have it.
0: Just how to even get in touch
1: with? Us. Oh yes, send us an email. Mm-hmm. Send us an email to murder dot at gmail.com. Yeah. And we'll answer you. If you send us an email, we will answer. And I won't answer Dillard. Dillard. <laughs> so don't be surprised when we email you back. Yeah, and then you're you're our best friend. So and, I mean we prefer nice comments on email. We've gotten some not so nice comments on email, but we respond to those too. And yep, you know, they're just shorter
0: responses, I'd say.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, we're not going to get into it with people. We do a podcast. If you don't like to listen to the podcast, don't listen to the podcast. I mean, I totally agree. Like, sometimes a song comes on and I don't like the song, so what do I do? I change the channel. Me
0: too, sugar.
1: Feel free. We give you permission to do it. If you don't like it, don't do it. We're not... We're not trying to get under your skin about anything.
0: No, we're not. Just, we're go, just not
1: that kind of people. And go have a joyful day for heaven's sake. Have day. a joyful flippant day. We're looking to bring joy into people, not we're just take it away. Trying to
0: put some effing joy into good people's God. Lives. Just Jeez. take the
1: damn joy already. <laughs> Leave us alone. Mm. 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 These are fabulous. Oh god. That's really so Mm-hmm. I like that. So we've got Instagram. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Um,
1: Darren does that whole Instagram business, so I'm not very good at it. Well, you can find us at
0: at Sugar Coated Murder. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's easy. And that's the probably our biggest one. If you want to be on our fan page, you can on Facebook. You just look us up on the Facebook. Yep. And aside from that, y'all that's keep it. listening. Send us more murders to cover. We
1: love when yes. listeners
0: send us covers. Wait. Murders to cover, not right. covers to murder. Trout says hello to everybody. Oh, does he ever?
1: Have a meltdown then, right now
0: because he thinks he needs a cupcake. Uh no. And also, um,
1: I don't even know. I don't think you're you have anything else. No, I probably don't. No, so y'all good. stay sweet. And don't murder. Because if you kill people, we
0: will talk about you. Yeah, we will. And we won't be nice about it either. And we'll say weird things about you.
1: We will. All right, guys. That's it. Y'all be good. Bye. Bye.
0: This has been Sugar Coated Murder Podcast, a deliciously entertaining true crime podcast. Like what you heard? You can always explore past episodes by visiting sugarcoatedpod.com. Don't forget to like our Facebook fan page and share with friends. Thanks for listening to Sugar Coated Murder Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe.